the phobia of fear of losing money. Now I get it. Listen, the first time I put on a trade, I'll never forget. I was upstairs, put my kids to sleep, and um, I put I put my 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 little son Elliot in bed. He was little, real little, and I'm walking out of his room. And I remember I came around the corner, and it was just like cold sweat. Cold sweat hit me all at once because I was just like, you know, I you know I'm thinking about you know I just put my little baby boy to bed. What happens if these trades that I just put on don't work out? What happens if I lose it all? This is the How to Trade Stocks Options Podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Are you ready to finally learn how the market really works? Well, now's your chance. I have a free book for you over at secretinvestingbook.com. And this outlines 13 of the biggest secrets that Wall Street doesn't want you to know, like how to get a positively unfair advantage in the stock market. This is everything you're going to need all in one place. And the way to get this is by going to secretinvestingbook.com. Now, this book is free. It is free for you. I paid for the book. I just need you to help me out by covering the shipping from my office to your house. So go to Secret Investing Book right now. Get your free copy today and I'll ship this out right away and you can get the positively unfair advantage in the stock market by reading these 13 secrets that Wall Street does not want you to know. So get your free book over at secretinvestingbook.com today. The How to Trade Stock Options podcast is now exclusively on sharevision.com, the first dedicated streaming platform for the world of finance. And that's where you can find us every single week over at sharevision.com. Just head to sharevision.com to learn more and type in 10 minute stock trader in the search bar. Come like and subscribe. I can't wait to see you over there at sharevision.com, the first dedicated streaming platform for the world of finance. Well, good afternoon. Happy Monday. Happy April 11th. Now, I will say I did go through trying to troubleshoot what's up with the internet. Um, the best piece of advice, which seems to have worked, was to turn your computer off and turn it back on again. Uh, and not just the computer, but also the router, which I've done. And it seems to have a little bit better, um, a little bit better internet quality. So if you are here, if the internet quality seems to be a little bit better, let me know. Make sure you say hi, because I have no idea if you are here until you say hi. I wish that there was a way to do that. Funny story, this shirt is green. I was pulling it out of the, the Yule Spring Collection. And um, I sat down and I turned on the camera and I'm like, oh crap, <laughs> I might disappear. <laughs> but it seems to have worked. Okay, it's coming through a little bit gray other than green, so I think we're good. Kavan is here. Fist bump to you, my friend. Yorn is here. Yorn and I were uh, texting on Twitter over the weekend. I'm really glad uh, that we did. Um, we are going to be doing a a, uh, a, uh, a member highlight here on Yorn in just a minute. So I'm super excited to see that. And he's saying it's better. Yes, thank you, Brian. I try to be the Al Gore. Chewy, this is your first day in the trading room. Awesome. Glad you made it. So I know you came to the webinar on Friday. You had a lot of good inputs, a lot of good um, information. So I was really, really happy to see that you came through. Um, Cindy is ready to talk trades. Timus is flat. Now it's red. Stop loss at 550. Sold 537. Made on. Okay. 
All right. Good, good. Let's see what he says here. Uh, screen much better than last week. Yep. Welcome, Chewy. I agree. Awesome. So let's do this. Let's get right into um, the member highlight that I'd like to go through with Yorn because this makes a lot of sense to me. And I'm, I'm super glad Yorn reached out because this is kind of what we, this is why we made what we made. Like this is 10 minute trading in a nutshell right here. So um, let's do that. So this is our friend Yorn. Super excited that Yorn sent this over to me. Yorn is a pilot. And um, he's mentioned a couple of times pushing back from the gate. And I was like, busy businessman going out doing his thing. But he was saying that this style of trading, where we're only trading at the end of the day, everything is data-based, all that approach, everything like that makes so much sense to him. And it finally is something, he said he's been trading since 2005. And this is exactly what he's been looking for. It's data-based and the lessons that I've had from uh, the market wizards. And he's super, super happy with how it's going. And really, he said the biggest thing for him was position sizing. He said he never knew really how to size in an appropriate way. And now that we have an actual formula, like there's no, there's no doubt of what the correct position size is based on risk. Right. And you can trade Coca-Cola and you can trade Tesla exactly the same when you position size based on risk. So, Yorn, I really appreciate that, that you uh, and of course, I sent you on the fist bump. If you guys ever text with me, fist bumps are my major go to. Um, so, yeah, super glad that we could uh, help you out there, Yorn. I'm really glad that you're here. You're doing a great job asking lots of questions. And I'm, I'm super glad that you're part of the team, man. You're doing awesome. So with that being said, um, let me just catch you guys up real quick. If you could please by Friday, I, I don't want to put a deadline on it because of course I want you guys to just let me know whenever. If you could by Friday, um, get me your video uh, book review, that would be awesome. I could really use that um, for the marketing materials that we're putting out. It doesn't have to be fancy, doesn't have to be special. You can do it straight in the Twitter messaging app. So you actually don't have to post it um, on the internet anywhere. You could just go straight in the messaging app, say, Chris, really appreciate this book. This has taught me to X or Chris, you super suck. I hate this book and then light it on fire. Whatever you want to do, I'll take it. I think it'd be fun either way. Uh, now, Chewy, and uh, I know there are a few other members that joined over the weekend. Uh, yours is actually right there. I have an autographed copy for you guys. It, let me see. If I turn my camera real quick. It's sitting on top of that shelf right there in those blue envelopes. So yes, it is right there and it is coming your way very soon. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys. If you if you could please do that before Friday, that would make things really, really easy. Nima is back. Where have you been, my friend? Where have you been, Nima? I missed you. I actually kid you not, Nima. I've been thinking about you the last few days. I'm like, what happened to Nima? I hope he's okay. Um, speaking of the last few days, I spent the last few days camping in the woods with my friends and uh, with my with my children, I should say, uh, for the Boy Scout group in Lake Texoma. Beautiful weather was fantastic. Uh, we got a brand new tent, which was 18 times the size of my old tent, which is great. <laughs> so I had so much more room. But, uh, you know, it's nice to uh, be back in my own bed <laughs> rather than sleeping on the ground on an air mattress. <laughs> Victor is here. Glad to see you, Victor. Nima said two weeks without the YouTubes. Oh, man, I'm sorry to hear that. But I'm glad you made it. I know you're getting the emails because we send the emails out every day. So I hope that that was still working for you. Okay. So please, if you could do book reviews by Friday, that would be awesome. Second, it's been a minute since I've done my Santa Claus for you guys. And um, do I, yes, I do have it. Give me, give me four seconds here. Let me grab it. 
Okay. So I spent $90 on this, and I was so excited to send this over to you guys. And then I get it, and I'm like, this is freaking tiny. So I got you guys magnets and stickers for your cars, and they're tiny. Like, they're minuscule. They're half the size as I expected them to be. Like, this is my hand, right? It just barely covers my hand. It's not not enough to put anywhere. And I'm like, this is not what I expected. So if I sent you guys this in the mail, I think you would be more disappointed than excited. So I'm kind of bummed. So I'm trying to figure out something else. What I'm thinking at the moment is sending you guys another version, another secret investing book with these. And then with the intention of you giving that new one to somebody else, to passing it on, right? Doesn't matter who it is. It could be family, friend, somebody at the library, somebody you see at Starbucks. I don't care. Passing it forward that wealth ripple effect. As you know, that's that's what drives me. That's what drives all of us is the wealth ripple effect. And so I was thinking, sending this, sending these, and then, um, oh yeah, I do have one here. One of my very favorite things in the world is at Halloween, I go to the uh, Halloween store into the pimp section, kid you not, and I get these $100 bills that are almost so good, they're almost counterfeit looking. And Minervine and I were talking about that one day. And he's like, man, those, that looks real, Chris. And I was like, no, nah, it's it's fake. And he goes, you, you fooled me. So they are that, like they're legit almost counterfeit. Uh, but they do say United States of Halloween on them. <laughs> so I was thinking, sending you guys a book to pass on, sending you a couple of these uh, uh, bookmark $100 bills, and then sending you guys the magnets along with it. That might be a pretty good uh uh, Santa Claus present for you guys. But like I say, if I had just sent these, I would not have been excited to send them. So I'm trying to uh, trying to do better for you if you if you don't mind. Donna made it. Good afternoon, Donna. Glad you are here. Okay. Uh, oh, this Friday, I totally forgot until this morning. I was talking to April. Uh, she was putting together the schedule, and I was like, "Wait a minute, I think we're off Friday." And so I checked, and yes, the market is closed Friday. Friday, we will not meet for the trading room. So don't even worry about it. So do not do anything at all on Friday. Take the day off. Enjoy it with your family. Next Friday, the 22nd, my son has a field trip. And um, I have, be, beyond my will, been told I will be a chaperone on the field trip. And so next Friday, um, we are not going to meet either. So what I wanted to do is move the webinar that we usually have every, every other Friday up to the 21st. So next Thursday will be the webinar rather than Friday. And then on Friday, we're going to treat it like a defensive day. And if you guys remember, like I give you a plan step-by-step step on what we need to do so that there is no question, you know, exactly what we're going to need to do. And I won't, um, I won't be there with you uh, through the video because I'll be on a school bus, <laughs> but I will be there with you um, in practice and in plan. So Giving you guys a heads up. This Friday, the, the trading room's closed, market's closed, nobody's doing anything, so enjoy your time off. Uh, next Friday, the 22nd, we're going to work around that, and then on the 21st will be our next webinar. So, cool. Uh, let's see, Victor says, I'm going to make a video this weekend. I left town, I forgot to pack the book. All good, my friend. All good. Cindy uh, says, if you send me five, I can pass on to my customers for you. Well, I can't give mine away. Of course, I don't want to give yours away, right? I want to send you guys... Uh, another version so that you can give the new version to somebody else. We're passing it forward here, right? Passing it forward. Leave those big tips. Buy those those meals for other people without them knowing. That's the 10-minute trader 
lifestyle right there. So yeah, cool. Cindy, we'll figure something out. Don't worry. I want to take care of you guys. That's my number one goal. So we've covered our um, book reviews by Friday, if you can. Talked about our Santa Claus plan. Talked about being off on the next couple of Fridays. And then we did our member highlight with Yorn. Now, real quick, right quick. This is my first coming across of really, really bad financial advice on, on the uh, the TikToks. And so I, I figured it was worth talking about. So this person, let me find it here, here, here. Yeah, this person here. So learning the TikToks, right? This person has a really big following. Uh, what does he have here? Um, 555,000 followers, okay? Puts out a video that's like, hey, my portfolio is showing all red. And then the next thing I do is I go and buy more. And I was like, no, 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 no. So this is my response video. <laughs> TikTok has a different vibe, which is kind of fun. Um, so yeah, this morning I saw that and I'm like, no, I'll just make my own response video for that. Yeah, that that says it all. So yeah, I was, I was glad to find that, but also very disappointed to see that that's the kind of content that gets 550,000 people to follow them. <laughs> But anyway, let's do this. Let's talk about real trading. Let's talk about real making money and let's get right into our market analysis. All right, so looking at the S&P 500, it makes me smile because of course us following the plan, people are freaking out, people are stressing out, but like not us, right? Market's down four and a half percent in two weeks. So people are, once again, losing their mind, calling for the end of the world, saying everything's going to fall apart, go to recession and depression's coming, you know, get in the soup kitchens and things like that. But not us. We're going to follow our plan because this is the 10 minute trading room. This is how to trade in only 10 minutes a day and exactly how to take the guesswork out of trading. Now, our 10 minutes to freedom strategy named by our friend, our mutual friend, Nima, starts with the market. Now, with the market, it consists of three core components here, which these three have kept us out of trouble the last couple of weeks. Remember that. We want to see the 10-day over the 20-day on the S&P 500 and price over the 50-day. So the 10-day is the blue line. The 20-day is the black line. And 50-day is the red line. As you can see, price is below the red line. That's bearish. Uh, the 10 and 20 haven't crossed yet. But mathematically, if this does not bounce back in the next couple of days, it will. Mathematically so, it's not a prediction, it's just math. So if that happens, then we will flip to bearish. Right now, this is uh, this is both, right? We've, we've still got a little bit bullish here. We have bearish here. MMFI, we want to say over 50%. This is at 41, so that's bearish. Then finally, FinClub on a red day, it's bearish. So we almost have a full confluence of signals, almost. But we are not going to push it. Remember what Minervini says. Wait in cash for proper setups. How long? As long as it takes. Now, we didn't trade any new trades last week. So we need to look at what today is. Today is not an offensive day because we're not going to put trades on. Today is not a transition day because we still have trades in the market. Lastly, today is a defensive day. We're already in the market, but we are not going to be adding to new positions. So the only thing we're going to be doing is looking for our planned exit points. So right now, let's get right into the portfolio review. So we have a total of three trades on right now. 
we have KHC, FE, and TMUS. Fin Club is red. Yes. So when Fin Club is red, that that just, you know, it's a bear signal, right? That That's basically all it is. Think of it that way. But there are times when the market's moving up, Chewy. There are times when the breadth is there. And then we still get a red Fin Club day. And we know that that means hang tight, hold cash, play defense. And that definitely has saved us. So let's look at KHC. And uh, do me a favor here, Cindy. I don't, I don't know what action SOH means. I don't know what you mean by that, under 200. I'm here for you. Let me know what you see. Just explain it a little bit better so I know. So right now, we're looking at the KHC. We're following the five-day planned exit point. I'll make this just a little bit bigger for you guys. So we're basically just going to be moving up our planned exit point from 4026 up to 4062. So that's all we're doing. Actually, let me lower that just a little bit. 40, let's call it 4060. KHC's planned exit point is moved up to 4060. This has been a fantastic trade. Uh, let's move on to FE. FE, as of this moment, is now below our planned exit point. So that means right now we need to go close this trade. So I'm going to pull up FE over here. I'll pull it up on my other screen where I'm in. My result right now shows 105% return on FE. Give me what yours says. What does yours say? Percentage-wise, don't talk dollars. Never, ever talk dollars. Turn your dollars off. Only talk percents. Because really, that's all you need to know. Because if you think in dollars, it's going to mess you up. If you think in percents, you just know you're ahead or you're behind. Let me know what you guys are seeing for your gains in FE. I'm seeing 105% of mine. I'll tell you where I get filled to close. We're looking at FE, April 14th, 43 calls. So where we can get filled. Oh, this is buying. That's right. This one has uh, like literally $8 in it. So we're not going to be buying this. FE, April 14th, 43 calls. Let me tell you where I get filled on my other screen. Clicking, clicking, clicking. All right, out, filled at 392 filled at 392 filled fe april 14th this is going to be a sell to close fe april 14th 43 calls right yeah fe april 14th 43 calls sell to close at 392 is where i got out and i'll give you guys just a minute to get that FE, April 14th, 43 calls, filled at 392. So let's talk about why we got out. We were following the five-day planned exit point, which is the gray line. Today is the first day that we have seen it below the five-day in three weeks. You aren't got a 390. Perfect. So I'm going to mark this red on here where I got out. Come here. Give me that. Right there. There we go. Okay. Marking it red, where we say actual exit point. Close below the five day. First time it's closed there in a while. FE was like legit the easiest trade I've ever made. Just put it on, watched it run. Easy as it comes. Now, what's great about trading options. You ready? The stock was up 4.768% since we got in. As we just talked about percentage wise on the options we just traded 
give or take about a hundred percent gain in what you got in and what you got out. Yeah, that's why we trade options. The leverage is there for you if you know how to use it correctly. The leverage is there for you if you know how to use it correctly. Stock's up 5%, we're up 100%. That's how we do. All right, let's go to our last one. We're done with FE. We're down into TMUS. All right, so TMUS hit a pretty ugly wall today, as you can see here. Now, our planned exit point was up here at 132.42. We can't control what happened after that point. Okay, so we know that we're going to get out right here around, let's call it 130. Of course, of course, we would love to get out up here. We would love to get out here, but there's nothing in the data whatsoever that says, hey, this is our exit point up here. You're never, ever, ever going to find the top, but you will let it run as far as it can. And then the first day that it turns around, that's your exit signal. So what I want to do here real quick is I want to run the uh, strategy test so we can see how it actually fared inside the back test because of this. Look at how beautifully this moved inside of its back test. Okay. Did exactly as planned. And getting out right now is following our defensive plan. Okay. Could you keep this on and hope that it comes back? For sure. But why? So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to close it. I'll tell you exactly. We'll do it together. TMUS. TMUS. April 14th. 125 calls. Sell to close. TMUS. April 14th. 125. Sell to close at 530. Let's see if I get filled there. All right, out of Timus at 525. That's where I got filled. Timus, April 14th, 125, out at 525. Now, like Sunny was saying earlier, not a huge win, definitely not a loss, but there's only four types of outcomes. Remember this, a big win, a small win, a break even, a small loss. You'll never, ever let a trade turn into a big loss. This is also why we have our plan to say, hey, look, we were not set up when it crossed in point uh, one. And uh, I, let me let me back up two seconds here. It was only set up ever one single time. And that was the day we entered. The next time it reached up one ATR, it was not set up as a brand new trade. So we did not enter a second unit. When it reached the third ATR, right? So this would be the third buy point here mark it on the chart with the circle we did not get into that position because it was not set up as brand new the reason i'm making a point about this is could you have added one and another so triple the size from the original you would be losing on this one and you'd be losing on this one and overall your trade would be a loser that's why i stress that if you're going to add in if you're going to add units, it must be set up as if it's 100% new. All the way top to bottom following our strategy. All the way top to bottom. If it is not all the way bottom set up brand new, you just keep the one unit. So 
we still ended up with a little profit on the trade. Is what it is. Now, I did notice, uh, which I forgot to mention earlier, uh, KHC, we definitely need to roll this out. So let's work together and roll this one out real quick. Let me roll it out because of time. These expire on Friday. We don't want to have any issues with that. So what we're going to do is we're going to roll these into the future. I'm going to work on my other screen. And we're going to work together on these. So what we need to do is we want to look for 21 days out. And we're going to start with open interest. So we're going to look to close the 37 and a half calls. So that'd be sell to close. We're going to open the same number of units. So we're all we're doing is moving it from this expiration to another expiration. That's it. Nothing else. But we need to make sure our liquidity standards are still met. This one's okay. Let's look at the extrinsic. Open interest on the 40 strike. 76 over 204. We want to see extrinsic value be 20% of the ask price. So 76 over 204 is 37%. We don't like that. Go to back to uh, open interest. And we want to see open interest over 250. That's what I'm looking for right now. This one may work. Let's do the 39. Let's go look at extrinsic. 12. Yeah, I like this one. So that gives us an extra week. Okay, rolling. The same number of units from the 37 and a half. Remember, we have two uh, two positions on. So if you started with um, if you started with uh, let's say one contract, you're going to roll one contract. If you started with two contracts, you're going to roll two contracts. It's the entire position. You're going to move it from point A to point B just to keep it on. Okay. Now we're also rolling down the strikes, so you should pull in a credit like this. You should pull in a credit, and we'll work through that in a second. What that means. 37 and a half. Okay, let's do this together. April 14th, KHC, 37 and a half, rolling to April 22nd, KHC, 39 calls. Exact same number of units. Give me a second here. I need to type that in. Okay, exact same number of units. You should be pulling a credit around $1.50, $1.40, so give or take. Uh, oh, hang on. I need to close that other order. Sorry. Okay. One more time. KHC, April 14th, 37 and a half, sell to close, buy to open, April 22nd, KHC, 39s. Let's see what I can get filled at. Filled, rolled it for. One thirty-six. Now, I'll give you just a second to go with that, and we're going to go into the relative strength scanner, and we're going to calculate exactly where we're at in the rolling table, because I want you to understand what we did, why we did. So this is going to expire on us no matter what. Does that happen? Uh, mainly because 
let's say that on the last day of expiration, the stock comes down and then what was a good trade turns into an absolute loser, total loser. It sucks. And, and we have nothing left, right? We're not going to let that happen. So we're just going to roll it out a week. The only rules with this is on expiration week, that's when you go in and make the roll. So pretty simple as far as that goes. Now, let's take a look real quick. Uh, let me get my notes. We're going to go through this together so you can see what we did, why we did. So we entered originally KHC on 324. And we doubled the position on 4-1, okay? So if this was one unit, oh, <laughs> hang on, let me add it for a date. Insert one column left. So we're just going to use one lots for this calculation so you can follow along, okay? But put in whatever you need. Quantity of one, quantity of one. So we've taken it and we've doubled it. We entered it originally at 153. So a debit of 153. Then another debit of 242 to double it, okay? So our total, our total in the trade was 395 on two one lots, okay? Today... We rolled it forward, we rolled two, right? Those two just got rolled forward. We took in a credit of $1.36. So that means our total max um, uh, max capital outlay is now 123, okay? We've taken in a lot of, uh, of the value and now our total uh, total capital is 123. Now, keep in mind what the actual closing price right now would be. HC right now. Let's call that on the new strike that we just got into the 39s. Let's round it to 240. That means. That'd be right. 233%. No, that can't be right. I think I typed something wrong. Oh, that's because we doubled the size. Yeah. Hang on. Obviously, my math is off here, but it should be perfect as far as uh, how much you're going to be rolling out. At least 75%. I totally need to update my math on that. But the point is, is that you still get to keep all the profit you had before, right? Whatever it was before, Let's say if it was uh, 75%, you're still going to get all that at closing time, okay? No, actually, that could be right. Now I'm thinking about it. Because we did roll up, and when you roll up, you get extra credit. Who, who doesn't love extra credit? Yeah, I believe that's right. I believe that would be 233%. Now, obviously, I'm going to go ahead and double check my math, but that should work. So that's a sweet deal right there, right? Earnings right after that, April 22nd. Don't worry. We have a total um, a total set of rules for when earnings come leading into earnings. The first question you ask yourself is, is the trade already profitable? Yorn says, I bought that 14 contracts that I just sold. Okay. As far as I, Yorn, I'm thinking I'm understanding it. You are selling to close 14, then buying to open 14. And so by doing that, you're rolling the position forward. You're taking in credit for doing so. And you should be good, good to go. Yeah, same number of units. 
Even though those contracts cost less. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Same, same number of units. Yes, exactly. Same number of units. So going into earnings, we ask ourselves, is the trade already profitable? If yes, does the expected move, because we can calculate that, and we'll show you later on, does the expected move, in fact, give me a second here. I can do that for you. The expected move is calculated by taking at the money calls and puts, adding them together. So $1.35 times 0.85. So 1.35 times 0.85, $1.14. So the expected move is $1.14 up or $1.14 down. Let's go look at this. So it's $1.14 up or $1.14 down from the current price. So then after you know what the expected move is, does that break your trend line? If no, you keep it on. If it does break the trend line, right? Let's say if this is $1.14 away, if that does not break the trend line here, you keep it on and let it roll. If it does break the trend line, the most conservative thing that we do, no matter what, every time is to go ahead and take it off. Yarn says, I love your rules, Chris. That's so good. Thank you. Yeah, the rules just make it so much easier, right? When you have the rules, there's no guesswork. You're just following a set of rules, right? You're just codifying exactly what you're going to do. Um, and Yorn says, okay, perfect. He's got it when he needed. Okay, yep. Yeah, even though it's a cheaper contract, that's part of it, right? We're taking additional credit. And that's why we're getting this additional boost to our ROI. So yeah, a real sweet move we just pulled there. Um, I don't know if I gave that enough credit for what we just did. Because we, we not only closed it, but we rolled it forward. And we took in additional credit to do so. So, okay, cool. Uh, that was what I want to cover today. Now, real quick, I want to have a final thoughts. Because uh, there's something Kavan said that I want to talk about. So I was doing some editing over the weekend, looking at some stuff. And Kavan said something in the time that he and I had a, a consultation together. And he was like, man, I was afraid of losing my money. And then I found this over the weekend. I was like, the phobia of fear of losing money. Now I get it. Listen, the first time I put on a trade, I'll never forget. I was upstairs, put my kids to sleep, and um, I put I put my 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 little son Elliot in bed. He was little, real little, and I'm walking out of his room, and I remember I came around the corner, and it was just like cold sweat. Cold sweat hit me all at once because I was just like, you know, I you know I'm thinking about you know I just put my little baby boy to bed. What happens if these trades that I just put on don't work out? What happens if I lose it all? I've been there. I understand the phobia of losing money. I understand. I know what it's like. I've been there. And I don't want you to feel like ever there's a point in time where that happens. We as feminist stock traders, we, we take calculated risks. Absolutely. And every trader takes calculated risks. But every trader who thinks that win rate is the e -all, end all bin, end all be all doesn't really grasp the concept of taking small losers and getting big winners and just continuing that. Like we talked about in the webinar last week, Ryan Pierpont, 1,551% uh, in two years with a 30% win rate. So yeah, it, uh, it doesn't have to be high win rate. But what you do have to do is make sure that you do have a healthy fear of losing money because there's no possible way you can be successful if you're just bleeding money all day, right? You're only going to be a loser if you let those losers run. So also, there is a phobia for this. It's called 
Chromatophia. Or Chromatophia? Chromatophia. Chrome. Chromatophobia. Chromatophobia. There we go. Chromatophobia. I don't know. All I saw was chrome and phobia. And I was like, oh, cool. I guess that's like for motorcyclists and cars. No, it's the fear of money. And they tie that into the fear of losing money as well. Chrome, chromatophia. Cro I, yeah, clearly English is a very difficult language to master, which I've yet to do yet. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much. Yes, as Jorn was just mentioning, um, he's loving the fact that we just took money off the table. Right. So your... Uh, your actual capital outlay is significantly less now. The trade's still going, right? The only reason we rolled KHC going forward is because the trade is still good. The trade is still on and there's nothing to do, but we don't want the expiration risk to come against us. So we're going to let this run as far as it can. And granted, we could get right out tomorrow and it is what it is. But for right now, it's working. And I'll double check my math because I want to make sure that I'm telling you guys the right math. Chromitophobia. Chromitophobia. I don't know. <laughs> Chewy says, earnings of 427, and he likes the rules because it slows him down. Yeah. And what's great about the rules, too, is that you only have to go so far. Once you reach the point where, like like today, right, it's a defensive day, we don't have to look at charts or real strength or anything like that because we're not putting on any trades. So, yeah, the rules make things way simpler. Speaking of simple, thank you guys for coming today. I hope you didn't mind. Here's a recap of what we did today. We moved up our planned exit point in KHC. We rolled forward KHC, which I'll send you an email here in just a minute to make sure you got that. Uh, we rolled that forward for expiration risk. We took off FE and we took off Timus. And so that leaves us with just the one position, which for me gives me about percentage wise, you know, most of my capital back. KHC is still there, but it's not taking all that much. So uh, the next go around, when we get more trade setups, should be good to go. Thank you guys so much for having uh, taken the time out of your busy day to come to the 10-minute trading room. I hope you learned a lot. I hope you enjoyed it. And I will see you here tomorrow. Have a fantastic afternoon. Hey, don't forget, before you head out, head to secretinvestingbook.com right now to get your free copy of the Secret Investing Book. This is how to finally get a positively unfair advantage in the stock market. And it has 13 of the secrets that Wall Street does not want you to know. And I want to send this to you for free today. Just help me by covering shipping. And the way you can do that is by going to secretinvestingbook.com. That's secretinvestingbook.com. And I'll ship this out for you right away. Thanks so much. I'll see you there.